From Sales Loft Podcast, it's No Nonsense Sales with your tour guide through the alphabet wilderness of sales jargon, Tom Boston. Hello, listeners of the No Nonsense Sales Podcast. My name is Tom Boston, and I'm your host. This podcast is a look at the phrases in sales that we all love to hate. This week, things are a little bit different because of all the sales jargon and sales phrases and cliches that we've debunked on the show, this week, it's not one that I love to hate, it's one that I love to love. This week's phrase, social selling, my favourite. We all know we should be doing it, we all know we could be doing it, not a lot of us are doing it. And I'm a big believer in empowering sellers to embrace social selling and build a personal brand to help them hit their targets. So let's clear one thing up before we jump in. It's not about likes. It's not about shares. It's not about going viral. It's not about becoming famous. It's about becoming familiar. Salespeople in 2023, more than ever, are in a crowded space trying to sell, trying to be heard, trying to break through. What better way to do that than create content that your prospects will love build a brand that becomes impossible to ignore within your sector and be an advocate for your product or service online. So I could talk all day long about the benefits of using social media as part of your sales process, the power of brand building to make prospecting easier, that joy that you feel when your prospects start to recognise you from your social presence or even better, they actually inbound to you on LinkedIn as a result of your social selling. It's a great feeling. I'm getting I'm getting fired up now. But I thought I'd invite someone else on the show to have this conversation with me. Daniel Disney is a LinkedIn social selling and sales navigator trainer. He's the author of about three books on how to use LinkedIn. He's the founder of The Daily Sales, which is just about to hit one million followers on LinkedIn. He's also a really nice bloke. And he's on the show today to discuss with me how sellers can build their brand in 2023. And I kick things off by asking him, why is social selling so important? You know what, Tom, the biggest question salespeople need to ask is, are their customers, and whatever percentage, 10%, 50%, 100%, are their customers using LinkedIn? If the answer is yes, that is the answer to your question. That is why they should be using it. LinkedIn, like other social media networks, are now a place where our prospects and customers are and as salespeople it's our job to go onto these platforms utilize them correctly and use it as opportunities to find people and start those all important conversations so you, do you think that's why linkedin is so powerful then for for sellers the fact that their prospects might be on the platform for for the majority of of the day right we, we, we're supposed to meet people where where they are but do you think that's why LinkedIn particularly is so powerful? Do you know, there's two big reasons, Tom, why LinkedIn is, is so powerful. Number one, for B2B and even B2C now, LinkedIn is a platform that people use 24-7 every day of the week and every hour of the day. But the best thing about LinkedIn is it is a what is seen as a professional social network, which means people are a lot more open to connecting professionally and having those professional business-like conversations compared to Facebook or Instagram, as an example, which most people use for personal reasons, for friends and family, and they're a lot more resistant to being so. 
old to. Whereas LinkedIn, the virtual networking events, and people go on there and they're ready to have those sort of conversations. They're more open to have those conversations, which makes it a prime spot for businesses and salespeople to go and again find new people to sell to. Yeah, because they're they're kind of ready and waiting, right? And if we even look at the phrase social selling, um, I think it is very connected to LinkedIn. You mentioned Instagram there. I know that if I had an Instagram DM and someone wanted to start a business conversation with me, I don't know how comfortable I would be with that, but I agree with you. I feel like almost on LinkedIn, uh, people are ready and waiting, and it's kind of a known thing, right? Um, people are almost expecting to to have that conversation because that's what LinkedIn was built for, right? It was a conversation platform. That's that's why it was created. It's, it's, it's a social network. It's a networking platform. And in, in business and sales, we go to in-person networking events and we have those conversations in real life. LinkedIn is just a virtual place for that to happen, which again, gives people the opportunity to connect with people far and wide, all over the globe. You're not limited to people that attend a physical in-person or conference. You can literally connect with anyone and everyone. Plus, each conversation you have has a, has a ripple effect. If you and I have a conversation, Tom, or if we interact through the content, both of our audience can end up being a part of that, seeing it, and we both might have people in our networks that want to buy from each other. And so there's just so many big impacts that LinkedIn and, and social selling uh, can have when it's done right. Love that. So so anyone listening there who wants to embrace social selling this year, but they might feel that they've missed the boat. I hear that term quite a lot. You know, oh, it's too late for me to even start building a personal brand or doing social selling, right? I'm, I'm too late to the game. What is the best way for anyone listening to this who wants to start this year and where should they really begin? Well, just to jump in, Tom, it is not too late. The organic opportunity to reach on LinkedIn is still at a prime space right now. I personally think there's maybe another two to three years before it becomes more difficult. Just like right now, I wanted to be successful on Facebook or even Instagram, but LinkedIn's still very much in a prime spot. So it is definitely not too late. But this year is it's probably your last chance to really take advantage of that. Um, best things to prioritize is consistency. Just show up, come into LinkedIn and be present. Comment on industry-relevant posts. Start sharing industry-relevant content. Start building your name and brand in your specialist area so that people start to see you, get to know you, and hopefully get to like you. Give as much value as you can. Just come on here like you would as if it was an in-person event and start talking to people in messages, through content, start creating conversations. Do that consistently and when i say consistent at least two to three times a week being active on linkedin within a few weeks you'll see traction i think the biggest key if i was to sort of put it down is the consistency piece if you're just doing it once a week you're going to struggle to get traction if you are busy this week and then don't do anything next week again you'll struggle to get traction you need to have that kind of consistent heartbeat of activity that's when momentum builds and that's where results start to come in yeah i'm, I'm so on board i think that like you know, a lot of people who maybe spend time worrying about the fact that they're not building a brand or thinking about the fact they should post could put their energy into actually posting, right? And, and trying things. If you want to run a marathon, the best way to get started is to go out of your front door and run down the street and see how you, you see how you get on, right? Grow and build. Now, one thing down that you mentioned there was this huge opportunity for impressions, especially kind of worldwide reach on LinkedIn. 
And I'd love for you to share your story. Uh, and I've got a particular meme in mind that you shared, but I know that you had a huge performer uh, last year. I think it was 3 million impressions. And I, and if you follow Dan, you'll know that he is the um, the person behind the daily sales, which really is a, a staple for a lot of people who are in sales. I, I was joking with you, Dan, before we recorded, a lot of salespeople, I think week one, they're told by their team, you have to follow the daily sales. That's part of the onboarding, right? You have, to, you have to go on LinkedIn and follow follow the page. Um, but I know you've had huge reach with those memes, so I'd love for you, love for you to talk about uh, how you achieved that, how you got started, and, and where they're at at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, Tom, because I don't necessarily get that feedback all the time. I'll get messages every so often, but it's lovely to hear that salespeople are sort of directed to it. I started the page, this is, I think, year seven now, so seven years ago, and I had, I had one goal. I wanted to create a place where salespeople could go, follow, and get you know the best content possible that was always my goal it, it still is and i think what makes the memes or the, the content do well and, and reach so many people is because the majority of it is giving as much value as possible if it's a meme then it's there to try and entertain salespeople and, and highlight uh, a pain point that you know commonly happens in, in sales or, or social selling you know i'll share motivational quotes to try and give people that boost of motivation or, or articles that are full of tips and tricks it's the whole plan is to try and give us as much. And that's the kind of key to success on platforms like LinkedIn. The more you give, the more people it's going to reach. If you're just trying to sell something or promote something, well, we get enough of that everywhere else in life. But when there's value to be had through entertainment, knowledge, insights, tips, etc., well, then people want to engage. They want to click like, they want to add a comment. They want to share it with their own network. And that's how you start to reach far and wide. And so, you know, a big key for success with LinkedIn and social selling is give as much value as you can. It's not about going on there to sell, it's go on there to give. I think it ties in to sales in general, right? Uh, sales and social selling should both not be about you. They should be about the prospect and the customer. I think it works both ways. If you look at your LinkedIn content and you go, oh, wait a second, all I'm doing is talking about myself it's probably time to flip that on its head and start creating content which is about your prospects, about your customers and kind of what they're going through right now. So yeah, I love that. Thanks so much. Now, I, I want to make sure we get this one in here as well because we might have some people who are listening who, who want to build their personal brand. They want to be a LinkedIn influencer. Now, by the way, I do hate that. <laughs> I do hate that term. I'm not really sure what it means, but you know, people want to be it, right? They want to be seen as uh, a thought leader in the space. So so maybe someone is, is on board with posting consistently. Got that, right? Uh, I'm going to talk about my customers. Got that. But what can they do to actually step up this year and really build a, a personal brand that, that, has, uh, that has value at the heart of it? The biggest key, Tom, it's something I've been really talking about a lot this year, especially. I think 2022 was the rise of the personal brand. Lots of people getting more comfortable posting and a lot of people posting more personal stuff, which is which is good. It's okay. It's a starting point. 2023 for me is the evolution of a personal brand into more thought leadership. And that's where we still share lots of stuff about us and, and personal stories, but we start to dig really deep into the, the subjects that are important to our customers. So if I'm selling to marketing leaders, as an example, 
I'll share my experiences and stories, but then I'm going to go in and find the best or create the best content for marketing leaders as possible. So I might interview some, I might create a podcast or create, you know, video interviews, LinkedIn live interviews, write articles, um, even entertaining content that really taps into those sort of fire pain points. That's when you start to take your personal brand and elevate it into the industry where you're going to A, reach your target decision makers, but people will see you as a credible person, not just a personal brand, not just someone that people like or like to follow, but someone that people respect, trust, and are hopefully in a position that they're actually comfortable to buy from you. We're looking at social selling is the ultimate name of the game. It's more important than actually having a huge following, right? Uh, having a smaller audience of people who are engaged and that are in your industry who are championing what you do and learning from you is is much more important than yeah having a a huge audience that might not necessarily engage with you and and even ultimately buy from you which is what social selling is right let's not forget there is that kind of uh, that that word is in there the sales word is in there and that's what we're ultimately hoping to do build connections build relationships and uh, and yeah get that sales process as strong as it possibly can be now something that's not as strong as possibly can be is my singing voice which is why I am often questioning why we put this into the podcast. But as you know, Dan, each episode ends with a pump-up song. Please tell me, first off, why you've chosen the song, uh, and then if we can reveal then what it is. So what what is it about this song that gets you pumped up? I mean, Tom, I listen to a lot of music, and when I was thinking, what song would I really like Tom to sing? There were many options that came into mind, and... and this one for me, I chose it primarily because I, I, yeah, I want to hear that wonderful northern voice of yours belt out this song, and I, I can't wait to hear it. But one of my favourite songs, I mean, Queen is just a band full of pumped-up music. I mean, there's lots of choices I could have had. But I've gone to Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. I thought, you singing that would definitely get me pumped up in the morning. So I'm looking forward to hopefully hearing it soon. Well, I, I've got a big smile on my face because that, <laughs> that will be a great song to, to end the show. I, I don't think I'll put people through the whole four and a half, five minutes, um, but I'm looking forward to, to belting out a section. So, Dan, thank you so much for joining me on the No Nonsense Sales Podcast. I uh, appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. So kind. So kind. Please, please do take your seats. This is my version of Queen's Don't Stop Me Now. And please, please don't stop me once I get, once I get going, because I do like this one. Thank you. I'm a shooting star leaping through the sky like a tiger, defying the laws of gravity. I'm a racing car passing by, I'm like Lady Godiva. I'm gonna go, 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 there's no stopping me. I'm burning through the sky, yeah, 200 degrees, that's why they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. I'm travelling at the speed of light, I want to make a supersonic man out of you. Don't stop me now. Oh, I tell you, who'd have thought that would have been a difficult song to sing by one of the greatest singers of all time, you know, with my accent and the terrible vocal range. But to hear that track sang in full, the way it was meant to sound, you know, good, check out the Spotify playlist, which is now available. Just search No Nonsense Sales. And while you're there, why not subscribe to the No Nonsense 
Sales Podcast, of course, on Spotify or on your favourite podcast player. Or oh, we've made it really easy for you. You could just go to salesloft.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't stop me, don't stop me, don't stop me. Hey, 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 don't stop me, don't stop me. Ooh, ooh, ooh.